Hello and welcome to Disruptive Intent. I'm Kevin Sanders, your host. And on episode 20 of Disruptive Intent, I sit down with one of the pioneers of freestyle motocross in South Africa, Dallin Goldman, and just pick his brain and get, a, get to know a bit more where this whole passion for action sports and freestyle motocross and all that started. So without further ado, here's my interview with Dallin Goldman. Okay, awesome. So episode number 20 of Disruptive Intent, I have one of my good mates and FMX legend in South Africa, Dallin Goldman. What's happening, Kev? How are you doing, bud? I'm good, man. I'm good. Awesome. So for the people that don't know who Dallin Goldman is, if you can give an elevator pitch, who is Dallin Goldman? So uh, Dallin Goldman is a professional freestyle motocross rider who hails from Four Ways, Johannesburg. Uh, has been uh, involved in freestyle motocross for about the past 12 years now. She's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some time there. But uh, yeah, you know, started off on a little 125, uh, 15 years old, just a little eager beaver. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knew it would blow up to be professional athlete today? Uh, here we are, bud. Awesome. Yeah, I know. Like I've spent some time with you guys, like to, to getting all the photo, photos of you guys jumping through mm. the air and all that. And one thing that I've always thought is like, where did the whole thing started? Like, what, what did like when you were 15 years old and saying, okay, cool, I want to go jump a dirt bike. Well, where <laughs> did that passion start from? Uh, so, yes, you know, actually, like freestyle was always something that I would watch on TV and Krusty Demons and uh, Pastrana mm. and all of them. And you know, I get super amped watching, but it wasn't something like I had access to or anything, you know. Um, so, yeah, I was actually doing a little bit of motocross racing uh, back then. And um, I had a race coming up on, on the weekend and my dad, you know, he would take me during the week to go train. And uh, I had no idea that the track was closed. He did. And he kind of surprised me and took me through to a Nick DeWitt's compound. Oh, nice. Um, uh, you know, just uh, I hadn't ridden in a while and I needed to get some training in. And uh, yeah, I just landed up doing a couple of laps around there and then hit some of the freestyle ramps and I was hooked, bro. That was me, eh? Awesome, awesome. So you like so you now um, started racing motocross from the age of 15 or started actually pursuing FMX from you were 15? Yeah, I started pursuing FMX from the age of 15. Um, you know, I, I did a little bit of racing. Uh, in my younger years, on and off, probably sure from about the age of eight or nine. Sure. Okay. So I think I, I raced around eight or nine, and then I didn't ride for a few years. I got another bike uh, when I was twelve, and then um, yeah, I ended up going to a race. I think it was a null spray or something, and uh, pff, my bike, my CDI, and that bombed out, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they didn't have any parts for the bike at the time mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I landed up not riding for like close to two years Jeez. got a 125 when i was about 14 and then mm-hmm. started getting back into the swing of things started riding started jumping having some fun at the track and uh yeah um when i, when I got to 15 i was able to hit next place and that actually that weekend i had another uh, one of the pro rider, uh, motocross riders like purposely took me out and I landed up landing on my coccyx and my bike like just wrote me off and I ended up getting a bit of a skew spine and one or two other injuries and then my dad was like ach bro you know for your first day jumping you're already jumping over 16 meters on a 125 the second time I rode I was already on the pro gap so we were like you know no, fuck it let's, let's, let's pursue, pursue fmx straight uh, you were talking about one of the fmx guys um took you and showed you the ropes and that how was the scene back then in south africa because um like- so you know, when i was getting into the scene there was quite a lot of riders actually um but as i started progressing 
like majority of the riders started fading out you know mm. um and uh it was always a mission to go all the way to next park and try ride there and like if i was lucky i'd get to ride there once a week or i had to be there with someone specific all the time and <clears throat> i don't know it was just a bit of a nuisance so we landed up uh building our own uh, private facility which we actually landed up making open to the public um yes when was that around about 2009 2010 and yeah that landed up being south africa's biggest uh, publicly open freestyle motocross compound sure and uh, yeah things just uh, elevated from there so was that when the whole jungle rush team started and mm, yeah exactly so we pretty much started the compound um and then like myself and Mike Oyston and my dad, Lyle Goldman, you know, we just were running around there during the week and every weekend, uh, you know, just trying to build, build it from there. We didn't realize at the time that we were going to, uh, you know, elevate into getting rigs and starting shows and just kind of snowball. It was a snowball effect. Uh, so so that's how uh, in uh, this is now the park the, the park that you guys built now is that is that the park at Scotty's place or is it being no, prior so to that? We, we had a we had a park prior to that mm. um i just unfortunately it wasn't in the best location after a couple of years it was quite close to dipslet and yeah you know all the people from the township would come across and they just landed up stealing cutting up my ramp stealing my ramp stealing my gates you know um pretty much anything they could get their hands on so mm -hmm. I, had, I landed up pulling I think they stole like three ramps, mm. all our fencing, gates, everything. We landed up pulling my 10 ramps out of there. I uh, came back the next day and everything was gone, dude. They literally Jeez. just cleaned us out. Um, yeah. And that's when I was like, yes, you know, I, I just seen my dad put so much of his own money um, into it for like no return. You know, exactly. So at, at that time, I, um, you know, Scott's mom was like, yeah, sweet. Well, you know, we can build a little landing here. So we got together bought uh two two landings um and then chucked all my 10 ramps in there and then yeah we've been there for the past uh sure seven eight years now jeez yeah. yeah that's a long time and now yeah. getting getting to when you said your dad had to spend like most of, of his own money into the sport like i said well how was the backing back then like companies wanted to get involved into freestyle and uh, uh, and, and stuff like that back then world of accessories um actually helped us a little bit before they shut down mm. they got a little bit involved with us but i mean a young kid 15 years old you know not that experienced in freestyle who's going to want to get climb on board with yeah, you exactly. you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you know we just focused on doing our own thing and then over the years obviously my level of riding just shot up you know and then yeah now here we are today awesome now i said from from there like i said obviously then you met uh, mike and scotty and then it, it developed into like and then reese is riding with you and jock and all yeah, those well, guys and uh, scott and mike uh, mike western actually lived in, in the same road as my dad so i've known him you know when i was 12 years old already okay. and um, i met scotty when i was still racing dirt bikes you know i was probably 11 12 you know scott was like nine or something yeah so yeah i'd known them for for a while before we started even getting into the whole freestyle scene but i definitely pulled scotty and i was like hey bro i'm gonna hit some ramps come do it you know yeah. he got involved got a bit scared after a while pulled out and then went and did some uh, enduro for a year or two, got his confidence on the bike up and came back. And then uh, by that time, he was on a 250F. Okay. And then he just started smashing the ramps, dude, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, old Mikey there, he 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 was on a 125 EXC, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah on, a, on an enduro bike, jumping yeah. 15 meters, doing dead bodies, just going tilt. So, yeah. um, 
you know, it, it was an interesting time back then, mm-hmm. um, learning a lot and developing into the athletes that we are today. Awesome. Now, like I said, that well, coming with that, like I said, you guys have a, a whole bunch of sponsors and people backing you guys and, and so forth. What would you say are some of the key things that happened along the way? Like, obviously, okay, you guys have all the talent, you've got now the, the facility and you have the time to raise, but this is an expensive sport. Like I said, it's, it's something that's going to cost money. You need place to like for kit and for bikes and for this like how how's the the luck like now how are they they're accompanying you guys with yeah we got a lot of good brands on board with us you know trp distributors they handle 100 uh, percent goggles for gear which i ride in i got some of the other athletes in the in the fly racing gear um you know so they they've been a big supporter of us you know jim from trp he's been supporting me yo since since the get-go almost you know Jeez, so yeah. you know over 10 years i've been i've been working with trp and uh i'm loyal to the brand they've done a lot for me and my team and you know we just look forward to you know promoting ourselves along with their brand as well exactly uh, uh how would you now say if someone new up and coming let's say for instance wants to get into freestyle motocross what yeah. what are the avenues now because obviously like you guys have now taken the sport to such a level in south africa there sh- they must be that feeding ground of people coming up in in the sport well how how can they start up sure. and getting you know getting into the freestyle scene like, i wish there was more more mm. kids hungry to get involved to be honest mm. you know a lot of the parents look at freestyle and they're like no ways this is way too dangerous mm. let me rather put you on a start gate with 30 other oaks who can yeah. ride over you possibly <laughs> that seems way safer you yeah. know but <laughs> the reason i stopped racing is because you know that, that that exactly i can have 22 other oaks on the start line or 30 other oaks on the start line repiling mm. over me in the first corner yeah. or if i'm doing freestyle and i make a mistake it's my it's me who made the mistake you know exactly and that so, accountability yeah, yeah exactly but for for people wanting to get involved you know it's it's quite easily to find us on social media and reach out you know you can go into oh. the jungle rush facebook page instagram profile go to mm. www.jungrushfmx.co.za yeah. you can find us there or contact us through that page and set up rider training or you know yeah. if you want to get involved in freestyle our park's a bit hectic at the moment and it's set up for ma- mainly pros but we are able to take you to you know nectarvitz compound mm. do some small lessons there maybe go through to aurora or something like that so, you know yes. where the jumps are a bit smaller and easier for you know kids and intermediate riders to you know get introduced to hitting ramps for the first time yeah no, well i said I, uh, just from the from this conversation and my own experience like nick's nick's compound is one of the base places that you actually can go and ride there's like this little space where you can just mob around and there's a few small tabletops and like i said in having the expertise of you guys um, teaching is uh, i think it's a really one of the best best ways to get in there definitely you know i mean i started riding off there when i was yeah. you know 15 and um you know back then i don't think the the dirt section was as built up there was probably only like one tabletop actually (laughs) so for me i just had to balls up and go hit it but like now it's been built so that you know amateur and intermediate riders can come there we can teach you how to clear all the tabletops first and then put you onto a smaller gap exactly um you know and then yeah just take it and progress from there 
No, that's awesome. Well, like I said, um, moving the focus from the, from the new and up-and-coming riders, what is what is Jungle Rush now basically doing for 2020? What is the, What are your plans and what are you guys looking forward to? Sure. I don't want to give everything away, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got some we got some stuff in the pipeline. Maybe right, we'll, right, we'll right. drop some more information on that later this year. Yeah. But, um, you know, right now, we, I'm just focused on getting us as many demos as possible, mm-hmm. um, getting our brand and our athletes' names out there and exactly, just... Yeah. Uh, you know growing us as well as the sports in south africa because yeah. at the moment unfortunately freestyle isn't as big as uh, a lot of the others of the sports mm, but exactly. it definitely 100 percent has a higher impact than most of the sports in this country. yeah there's a whole lot more excitement like i said i'll go and watch a, a, a fmx demo 10 times before i go and we're sitting in next to a track and we're watching enduro race it's yeah it's just so much more more excitement to the whole thing to a see lot it closer there. as well you know true There's... yeah and you can set up you can actually set that up in, in any space so and mentioning that like i said i've seen you guys mission along with those ramps everywhere so yeah. I said, how how's the logistics of that side working so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it can be a mission uh you know as if one of the boys have a trailer we can also always disassemble a ramp or just chuck the whole thing onto a trailer strap it down and mm. we can take it anywhere but when we're moving the whole rig and everything to do a demo you know that's a whole nother yeah a whole nother that's, story that's a whole team that you guys have to get exactly together. you know yeah. you need an eight ton truck to tow the four ton you know mobile yeah. landing and then on the truck we're putting the ramps we're putting four to six bikes all yeah. the gear you know all the all the tools and equipment to to construct the landing you know exactly and, yeah. um but yeah, we can pretty much at the moment go anywhere. Mm. Uh, as long as we've got 10 meters wide and 100 or 90 to 100 meters length, we mm. can set up anywhere, but I didn't do a show yeah. anywhere. No, that's sweet. Was like the last, well, the last demo I went with you, as, or went with you guys were at in Hartebius for them? Was well, done and it was, yeah, Br- uh, Brits. In Brits, yes. yes in Brits. Like yes. I said, you, you guys took the back, side, back part of a, of a rugby field set up there and like it was next to the, next to the, um, the, the the grandstand there and it was an awesome event like i said you guys you guys made it quite a spectacle there and with yeah. the flight night events those yeah. are those are also like very free theatrical events with a lot of fireworks and stuff like that it's yeah, always it's, exciting it's pretty awesome you know for those flight night events we get uh one of our good aussie mates Braden davies out here mm-hmm. uh, he comes and rides with us and uh sure you know just traveling all over but maritzburg yeah. durban cape town uh, we went to pe last year you know we, we're all over the show and yeah like you said um high impact with uh fireworks going off flames yeah. i mean the crowd <laughs> yeah, goes it's, it's a it's a proper proper show proper like to add on to the event now um i know you guys are all um, compete in the king of the whip event yes said, all, um, i take it all of you guys will be um competing this year as well um hopefully mm. yes that is the plan mm. yeah um, so, uh, you know some of us have other plans we might not be a um oh not at, in the country then. yeah exactly as as that event overlaps but i mean you know if that event's happening and i'm i'm around and the money is right yeah. i'll be there you awesome know? yeah well said, do you do you look to events like that to maybe reach out to new and up-and-coming guys because i remember last year's one there was a couple of guys there that shows a hell of a lot of potential but all of them are mostly weekend warriors none of them have the the the, the well i can say funding to basically do it full yeah. time or to a degree uh, a lot of the guys who ride actually are like the national motocross riders mm um but so yeah before the event i have a few of the boys reach out to me and they you know they ask if they can come have a session and then 
I take them out. I make sure that they say, get over the pro gap safely, and yeah. then you know give them a few tips just to make sure that you know they're feeling handies and and ready to compete. I mean, it's a cool event. Mm, you know, I love mm. what what Ryan and, uh, from Locally Whips done with it. Um, it would be nice to see more riders locally and internationally get involved. So I know that's the plan. Um, I know they're moving venues now. It's going to be at Monty this year, so that's going to be massive. I think yeah, yeah. for f- for the event. Huge and yeah hopefully everything runs smooth and yeah if i'm here I'll, I'll definitely get involved and if there's other athletes that want to reach out and and you know try to get involved and hit some ramps before yeah. we're more than willing to help out as long as they can um you know fill into the times that we have exactly yeah. so talking about reaching out to you guys if you want to maybe plug where um where people can reach out to you like your you specifically and the team like, so yeah. where, where, where in social media and anywhere else that can they reach out to you guys yeah on instagram uh you can find me at at dallin underscore goldman you know or you can hit up our um jungle rush page at jungle rush fmx exactly. jungle rush fmx on facebook um, and like I said, the website is www.jungrushfmx.co.za. And I mean, through there, on the Jungle Rush page, you'll see all the athletes, you know, mm-hmm. Mike Oyster, Nick DeWitt, Scotty Billard, Reese Chinnery, Jacques Human. And, uh, you know, through reaching out to one of us, you know, you've got six, seven different ways to yeah to try and, to try and get a hold of us, yeah, exactly, and yeah. interact and make a plan. So, awesome. you know, a lot of us are always willing to accommodate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, awesome. Like, like, great. Thanks for taking the time. Like I said, giving you a little bit of background on um, on who Dallin Goldman is. Yeah. I said I will be chatting to the the rest of the team so everyone can get to know them as well. Hopefully, and then hopefully we'll see you at the King of the Whip sending it at, sending it over there. Yeah, straight. So hopefully we're going to see you hitting some ramps soon, <laughs> eh, Kev? I know you, you just got a new three fifty. That thing's looking sweet. Ready yeah. for a. For a sticker kit and a new pipe, apparently. Yes, yeah, no, I think I just need to grow a pair first, and uh, then. <laughs> listen, everyone starts somewhere, but so, yeah. you know, as long as you're having fun, enjoying yourself, mm. just take baby steps, and you'll get to where you exactly. trying to get to eventually. Yeah. You, know? you won't, you won't over jump and land on your ass, <laughs> <laughs> and they need a new exhaust. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Thanks very much again for your time. And then, now, so looking forward to see you. Um, I said, um, um, check out uh, the Jungle Rush um, social media where they'll be. Like I said, you guys post every demo that you guys do. You guys post up and reach out to the guys. Let's let's get FMX in South Africa, like I said, growing, keep on growing and getting it bigger and bigger. Definitely. Yeah, if you want to check out what we're up to in some of our mm. videos, you can mm. always head on to Jungle Rush TV on uh, YouTube. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Or just type in Jungle Rush FMX and yeah, you'll find all our latest uh, YouTube videos being uploaded there. Perfect. Cool. Awesome, Kev. Thanks for seeing me, bud. No worries, man. <laughs> so, another awesome episode of the podcast comes to an end with another legend um, that I had to the privilege of sitting down and chatting to. But like Dallin said, if you guys want to know where they're at, uh, what, know what shows they're going to do, follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Jungle Rush FMX. You'll find them on every, any any social media platform. Go support these guys. If you are a young and upcoming freestyle rider, or if you do just want more information about freestyle motocross in general, hit these guys up. They're super cool and always willing to help with any sort of support like be it to learn how to do certain jumps or anything so hit them up on social media um, just search jungle rush fmx um, the i'll put all their links down in the show notes as well so if you want to go and follow them and see what them up or just give them a give them some support share their content um Get the word from Freestyle Motocross out there so we can see these guys more often and more places and more events. But again, thanks for listening and cool. See you in the next episode.